My name's James Golding, Go Rogers Motorsport, S5000 and Team 18 V8 Supercar Driver. You're listening to the podium. You're listening to the podium where we celebrate the best in the world of motorsport and we're joined right now with a guy that's going to be competing in the S5000 series this year with Gary Rogers Motorsport. He's also going to be competing in the Supercars Enduro Cup with Team 18. It is, of course, James Golding. James, thanks so much for joining us on the podium. No worries. It's great to be on here. Well, James, it's been a weird 2020 season, hasn't it, in the motorsport world? Uh, let's cast our minds back all the way back to the Australian Grand Prix weekend. We had the S5000s, of course, competing uh, at Albert Park, and you were competing very strongly at pole position for that big weekend. And then talk about all those events surrounding that one. Yeah, obviously, it was a pretty unfortunate thing to not go ahead with that weekend. But as you said, it started off really well for us. We had good showing in practice, had a lot of pace, and Obviously, there's a lot of um, other guys from around the world that entered that race. People like James Davison, um, Fisicalo, Barricalo, all those guys. Um, so to be able to come out and show that pace against such a tough field, I know we didn't get to race, but even after the qualifying, to put it on pole was fantastic. And really looking forward to getting into the race, but unfortunately, it didn't happen for us. Well, yeah, you mentioned a few of those names there, Giancarlo Fisichella, Rubens Barrichello. You even had Jack Aitken as well, Williams Test Driver competing. What was it like going up against these big names? Yeah, it was it was a good experience for me. Um, I didn't really know how I was going to go. I knew I should have been thereabouts, but to come out on top after qualifying was unbelievable. I didn't really expect it. So, you know, to compare yourself against guys like that, it's really good for your confidence and, and good to know where you're at um, compared to others from around the world. And what are these cars like to drive? Because even that weekend we saw like Rubens and, and a few of the other well-known drivers making a lot of mistakes going off the circuit. Can you give us an indication as yeah, to what they're the, like to drive? They're a difficult car to drive. Obviously, they're, they're, they're an open wheel with aerodynamics, but the aerodynamics aren't that strong for the, for the weight of the car because of the big V8 and, and the gearbox to cope with that. It's actually a pretty heavy car. They're about 950 kilos with the driver. So you've still got to sort of treat it a little bit like a supercar in that respect because they're a heavy race car as well. You can't just throw it into the corners like a lot of other open wheelers. So I think that's probably what benefits me a little bit coming from the supercar background. Um, and then obviously once you get to a certain point like the high speed corners you've got to treat it more like an open wheel so it's finding that balance um, which makes them really difficult to drive and also the tyres um, are pretty hard tyres so they last well which is good for racing but definitely same thing very difficult to get your head around and, and um, be on that limit without making the mistakes you know the, the hardest thing but also very re- rewarding when you get it right. Well, yeah, we all know what happened after that weekend, of course. You had the big lockdown all over the country. I think you were telling us at the Grand Prix that you originally had planned a trip to America. Talk about what happened yeah. in that initial yeah. lockdown phase. Yeah, we, I was actually planning a holiday to go. We were meant to leave on the Sunday straight after the race, actually, and we were a bit iffy on it. We could have actually still gone. We thought, oh, no, we better not just in case because the worst thing, I didn't want to be able to get stuck over there and then, not get back for our next race. Turns out the next race got cancelled anyway. But 
thought it'd be better off just to stay home. And unfortunately, didn't get the holiday in, and we've um, pretty well been in lockdown since just about. Well, yeah, it's been a very busy time though for the motorsport world. You know, like we saw a lot of other sports actually having time off, but you know, motorsport adjusted quite well. The development of all these A-series competitions in Australia and across the globe. Tell me, before we talk about your performances, were you a big fan of e-racing growing up or was this something relatively new for you? Um, I've, I've had a simulator for a while, but I haven't really got right into it before. Like I've, I get on it you know, maybe once every couple of weeks or, or something like that, maybe leading up to a race, I'd do a few days on it. But um, yeah, not, not as far as what I have been recently. And uh, to be honest, I'm really enjoying it. Obviously, it's a fantastic opportunity for um, motorsport or sort of car racing to um, be able to continue racing without being out in the real world. So very lucky to have a sport that, that has that available to us. And I think we all made the most of it. There's a lot of strong competitions running and, and a lot of the fans could still get on and watch, which is fantastic. We um we had a reasonable showing in the um, TCR Esports Cup, which was for the S5000 TCR and um, I think it was the uh, V8 Touring Car and also the Trans Am category. So there was a lot of people involved in it. It was a bit bit rough to begin with, but towards the end of the season, there was really fantastic racing and a lot of people started off slow towards the end were pretty quick. Obviously, the sim races that are on it all the time, they were quick the whole time. But a lot of the guys that, that were right up the front were the guys that do it all the time. But, yeah, look, I really enjoyed it. And um, it's given me another insight into into sim racing. I, I would go on it a little bit before, but I'd often just go by myself and wouldn't race. I had pretty low licenses ranking on iRacing too, which didn't help because it puts in lower rankings, you end up getting caught up with a lot of crashes. But over time, I've also done a, a couple of 24-hour races, which has got me licensed up. And now I'm racing in better sim races. The racing is actually really good, and I'm, and I'm enjoying it whilst I can't get the real thing. Well, yeah. Well, what's the key to mastering it? Because, you know, we've seen, like, supercar champions like Jamie Winkup really struggle to adjust to sim racing. What What is the key to being successful? Yeah, I think mainly it's just time. I mean, the main difference to real life is you don't get that feedback through the chassis, through the tyre, through into your body when you're strapped into the car. You only get it through the steering wheel. So um, it's really difficult to replicate that. Some people have um, platforms set up for the sims, but I still don't think it's ever going to be quite the same as the real thing. And, and mine is a, isn't a motion simulator. And I, I, to get it to something to that level, you need to spend a lot of money to get it right. And I thought to myself, well, unless I'm going to get it right, there's no point having motion. It's not accurate. Um, Cause then you're just going to get false, false readings. So yeah, look, it's, it's as close as you're going to get and you can relate a lot of things, but it's just that main feeling through the car, through your body that you don't get, um, which is why a lot of the guys that don't do it often struggle because they can't get that feeling of the car. And, and um, the sim races that are on it all the time, they learn that feeling just through the steering and they can sort of read the game a bit better to what, what's happening and that's, and that's the main difference. But as you would have seen, a lot of the guys that struggled to begin with, once they got the head around it at the end, they were actually pretty quick as well. 
Yeah, now you mentioned it just before. Uh, you did the virtual Le Mans 24-hour race and you've got another one coming up soon uh, at Spa, another 24-hour race. You're going to be teaming up with Scotty McLaughlin and a few other drivers. Talk about these, this latest challenge that you're going to be doing and it's all for a good cause as well, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was awesome to be able to do a 24-hour race. I've never never done one of those before, so totally different kettle of fish to, to what I'm used to doing, obviously, the supercar races with a couple of pit stops or Bathurst 1000 is the biggest I've done before that, which is, you know, about six hours. Um, to jump in with uh, a big handful of drivers and, and lock in for the 24 hours is something pretty cool, and yeah, as you said, the Spa 24, we um, entered that one with Scott McLaughlin, Brad Newman, Jared Hill, and Cody Bircher. So that was a good combination of drivers, a bit of sim, sim races. Um, Cody's out of Formula Ford, obviously Scotty in the V8s. And yeah, it was, it was great to do that race with them. We ended up racing in the second split, which is um, out of about, I think, 20. There's a lot of guys that enter these races and it's really competitive. So to, we actually ended up finishing in sixth. And as you said, for a great cause, um, we, we uh, made a fundraiser to donate to FAST um, Foundation of um, Angelman Syndrome Therapeutics. So it was great to be able to raise money for them. Yeah, we wanted to be able to do something whilst we're doing the sim racing to be able to kill two birds with one stone. And I think we raised about $800, which is fantastic. Um, to be able to do that and help someone out whilst we're having fun was great. That's awesome stuff. Well, you mentioned there that it was obviously the longest race that you'd taken part in. What are you doing during a 24-hour race when, you know, you're not driving? Um, well, we sort of set out a schedule to begin with, um, which, which is online and we can update it to when we're available. Obviously, some people have stuff on during the day or, you know, a lot of the guys don't want to drive at sort of 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. So we, we plan it out and then um, we sort of get to about halfway um, because things can change a bit with if something happens in the race or fuel and that sort of thing. We ended up actually saving fuel towards the back half of the race um, a lot, which, which changed our strategy a bit. But, yeah, you plan ahead and obviously you, you don't, I mean, most of us were watching at the start to make sure nothing happened. And then a lot of us went to sleep, woke up, and a couple of guys went through the night. And then we um, we're all sort of watching it on and off throughout the day and, and jump on before you stint to get updated with what's going on if you need to save fuel and, and that sort of thing. Awesome stuff. Well, let's talk about the on-track action again. Uh, like we said there, yeah. this season you're going to be competing in the S5000 Championship, which is awesome stuff. Uh, talk about how that deal came about with GRM to link up for this championship. Yeah, obviously I've been involved with GRM for, uh, what is it, about six and a half years now. So, um, yeah, obviously did my apprenticeship with Gary, which is fantastic for my career as a driver to learn so much about the cars and been involved with them for a long time. When the S5000 thing um, come up, it was it was uh, lucky for me that I was sort of in the team already and got the opportunity to jump in. So that was fantastic, obviously, to have Valvoline on board again um, as a supporter of mine was great and and really, really looking forward to the season ahead. But it's just unfortunate we haven't been able to get out there as much. Well, yeah, the calendar's constantly evolving and I'm sure will probably be changing again 
depending on what goes on in Victoria. But, you know, we've got Sydney Motorsport Park coming up in August and then Sandown after that. Um, yeah, I'm assuming the goals are to win the championship this year. Yeah, for sure. Def- definitely going for the win. I mean, we've shown great speed for all the F5000 races that, that have been previously. So that's definitely what we'll be aiming for. There's a few names that are getting thrown around for new entries into the series, which is good. And I think it's going to be really competitive. So I can't wait to get to Sydney and, and um, get back to a real race. It's going to be great. Well, yeah, let's talk about the Supercar Championship now. Of course, you've been full-time in the Supercar Championship for a few years, and uh, obviously with the demise of Gary Rogers Motorsport from the Supercar world, it's meant that this year you're taking on a, a co-driver role, and you've got a very good co-driver role with Team 18, a very experienced teammate in Mark Winterbottom, former Bathurst 1000 winner and a Supercar champion. Talk about competing in the Enduro Cup this year. Yeah, it's obviously not the way I wanted to go to step back from full-time racing, but the way, as you said, with um, Gary Rogers stepping back from V8 supercars, it, it was difficult for me to find a, a decent full-time drive that I wanted to step into and continue to progress my career. So I, I did choose to go for one of the better co-drives, and I think there's a really good opportunity for me to show what I can do still there with Frosty and Team 18. There's a great team down there at Irwin Racing, they're, they're very motivated and um, that's what really made my decision to race there. I've had one test in the car so far, which was at the start of the year at Tail and Ben and felt really comfortable. First time driving an, another car other than the GRM car, which is obviously the Triple Eight car. Um, and yeah, totally different to what I was used to, but I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of things that... I think it did better. Some things were similar, but to be honest, I actually picked it up pretty quickly and, and um, it got me very keen for the Enduros. Unfortunately, um, a couple of the Enduros have been dropped off and it looks like they're only planning to do Bathurst at this, this stage. But um, obviously, it's still, it's still good to be able to have at least the one and probably the most important of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And considering how you went at the mountain a year ago, I'm sure you're looking very much looking forward to going back there and trying to finish on that podium, eh? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I've, I've always sort of had a pretty good showing at Bathurst. It's my favourite track as it is for many others. And, you know, the, the hype around that event is unbelievable to to be running right up the front there last year until, until we will come loose is just unbelievable experience. And, to get another opportunity to do the Bathurst 1000 is awesome. And with someone that's won the race and won the championship, I think me and Frosty are, are looking for a good chance. For sure. And and what's Charlie Schwerkov like to work with compared to Gary Rogers? How do they differ and how are they similar? Um, yeah, two totally different characters, really. Um, Gary Rogers is very out there and very different than a lot of people find. But um, Charlie's a really nice bloke. I've, um, got on really well from him from the beginning and, and really looking forward to getting into racing. Obviously, we haven't had a chance to work too much together so far, but I'm sure um, the future will hold good things for both of us. And what else is on the agenda for 2020, James? Are we going to see you in a TCR car at all this year or is it just the S5000s at the moment and the supercars? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. I'm not going to give anything away, so we'll see how we go. Awesome stuff, awesome stuff. Well, 
James Golding, thanks so much for joining us on the podium and very best of luck when we do get some on-track action going again. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. It's glad to be on here.